Sand Geeks, the 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 Sand Geeks. We are the Sand Geeks. Hello, Mother Hubbards, and welcome to episode 14 of the Scent Geeks podcast. My name is Steve, not Jeff, if anybody was wondering, but more on that later. My name's Steve. You might have known me from my YouTube channel, Frags to Riches. You can also find me on Instagram under the same handle. And I hope you're all safe and well. The coronavirus situation has ramped up a little bit in my house more recently when I realized that my wife is going to soon have to cut my hair, which fills me with dread. But I am joined by a man that has already had his hair cut at home, so I want to find out how that went. That man is Chris from the channel Fragmental. Chris, how are you doing and how is your barnet? Well, my, uh, well, Jeff, I should say, uh, my corona cut uh, is, uh, I, I'm very pleased. I was a little bit nervous. My wife got the clippers out. Uh, she was a little bit so tentative. it was your wife, because I saw the photo on Instagram, so it was your missus that was doing yep. the haircut, yep. was it? Yeah, okay, it was my cool. missus. Uh, she, uh, she was kind of a little bit nervous about doing it, but she much preferred to have a go rather than um, me. Um, well, I couldn't have gone anywhere else, could I? But uh, I, I guess the only other option was for me to do it myself, and uh, that wasn't really going to happen. So she, she did a great job, you know. I was really, um, I was really pleased. I was, I was surprised by how well she did it so i'm i'm lucky i, I hope your corona cut uh, goes just as well as mine mate yeah my wife is nervous i'm i i'm not too fussed to be honest actually i'd probably be all right because i used to me and my mate used to cut each other's hair when we sort of had crew cuts or whatever and just faded stuff in but my wife's never done it but yeah i'll just get the clippers out and get because otherwise it's just gonna do my head in but anyway how's everything else how have you been this week all right yeah well let, let, i want to talk about jeff i want to i want to <laughs> i want to know who who jeff is that hosts the uh, the saint geeks podcast uh, this so. the, yeah yeah, go on, you explain where this has come from. This has come from um, anybody that knows the podcast, you know that we've also got a Facebook group as well, which is the Saint Geeks Podcast. So you can find that on Facebook Facebook, and you can join the group and you can continue any of the conversations that we start here. You can ask us questions or whatever, and we might feature them in the podcast. So by all means, join that group and get involved. But when you join the group, there is a little question that you have to answer. And that, that question is, who hosts the podcast? So if you do listen to this, I would like to think that you would know who we are but unfortunately some people don't know who i am because somebody answered the question recently uh answered the question who hosts the podcast and it was chris and jeff yeah so i don't know who jeff is no. i don't know if they're taking the piss or if they simply misheard or they just had a guess i mean like, you I know, know we we do make it easy for people we tell them the answer at the start of every podcast so yeah. you would have thought that they would know but uh, anyway, I quite like Jeff, mate. I think I think you should uh, I think you should stick with it. I, I mean, it's you as any regular listeners know. I have got baby number two coming in, in September, so I'll, I'll add it to the name <laughs> list. It could be baby Jeff. I like it. Let's go for it. Speaking of funny so, uh, online names or, or name calling, uh, we've both had a little bit of troll activity on our YouTube accounts this uh, this uh, today. <laughs> both of them today, I believe. I wish yours today as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Different Mine, person, um, I think. Wasn't the same person either. Yeah, because I shared mine on Instagram. Now, 
if anybody wonders kind of how we deal with trolls obviously chris has got a lot more subscribers than me so he probably gets he gets more views so probably more trolls as a percentage but i tend not to get too many and every now and again you get a trolly comment and i used to respond to them because i did stand-up comedy and i'm used to dealing with hecklers i used to kind of respond and be funny but then i realized that's what trolls want they want a response so quite often now i'll just delete them and block them from the channel um but somebody sort of posted something today and i just thought you know what i can't be asked i'm just gonna respond so they just simply put like dude you're ugly that was it that was the comment which kind of amused me because i mean it's very basic i mean fair play so i just thought oh i'm just going to respond in quite a basic manner so i simply put well your mum didn't mind when i was going into her last night well i say that but i wasn't the only one there so she was probably a bit distracted <laughs> I, lo- I love that it's a layered comeback mate in fact what did i a mum back i'm calling these a mum back Yes, and uh, amusingly, they did then delete the comment. So it's almost like they were like oh. threw something out there. They got a response like, "Oh shit, I wasn't expecting that," and then they've deleted the comment. So. Okay, you didn't even have to remove it. That's not all right because I I looked for it again and I thought, "Have have you kind of screenshotted it and then deleted it?" But but they deleted it themselves. So there you go. Yeah, they deleted self administration. So yeah. there you go. So what was yours? You've not told me what yours is yet. You well, just said that you were going to mention it. Mine mine is uh, equally as horrible. But uh, a little bit more creative than yours, actually. And I, I did. Th- this person is now blocked, and the comment is removed. But I did chuckle a little bit when I read it. And um, so it's on a video that I did months ago, probably over a year ago, with my two of my sisters. And uh, the comment was, uh, "Why are your sisters so super good looking, whereas you look like a shepherd's pie that's been dropped on the floor?" <laughs> <laughs> Mate, come on, please put me on my misery. Is that what I look like? Be honest with me. No, please, I mean, what's mate. Funny yeah, really is that it's a very complicated um, insult, but it doesn't actually mean anything. Because uh, yes, a shepherd's pie that's been dropped on the floor would be a mess, but it's not. There's no relation. It's, you know what I mean? That's really. You are obviously well, a devil, devilishly good-looking man. You know so what, mate? I I, I, I saw this comment after quite soon after you'd uh, posted yours, and I thought, oh, shall I do a mum back? I nearly did it, and my I didn't do it, but my mum back would have been something like, good job your mama loves gobbling down shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly spat my tea out there. Um, <laughs> this, this, is, this is quite rude, but I'm going to say anyway, because we do put kind of adult content on this, and this, and this is not fragrance related, we're just going off on one now, but yes. as you know, I used to do stand-up comedy, so I used to get like heckles all the time, and, and, um, and I used to like the heckly gigs, they're quite fun when you have a little bit of banter with the audience. And my favourite heckle comeback that I ever kind of wrote um, was uh, if anybody said, sometimes you'd, it normally worked quite well if you was getting, like somebody kept talking or just being a bit annoying during the kind of your set or your show or whatever. Yeah. And like a few times I worked this in and it kind of went down quite well. I'd just say, oh my God, can you know, doing a stand-up set with you here is a lot like having having sex doggy style i'm really trying to concentrate but i keep getting distracted by the asshole please <laughs> please be quiet and it normally kind of worked yeah because their friends would just kind of turn on them but yeah that was like one of the favorite ones i've wrote all the others i definitely can't broadcast on this podcast because it normally involved a c-bomb so i can't yeah. kind of, uh, well, share those. i but... think i'm going to leave the intelligent heckles to you mate and uh, I'll, I'll just do, well, keep, keep blocking and deleting but but this the, the same the user actually had spent the day um commenting on uh, multiple videos of mine and I wouldn't say the rest of the comments were quite as bad as that, but they were all they were all pretty uh, below the belt. And so this, you know, it's really weird, isn't it? That that I can see that someone watches a video and they're in a grumpy mood and they leave a bad comment, but to actively pursue someone and then watch a lot of their videos 
and make a really horrible comment on all of those videos. They're, they're going out of their way to be to be nasty. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that, that is awful, isn't it? That is in in this time of crisis when we should be kind of pulling together and helping each other out. We've got people just prowling the internet, uh, leaving leaving troll comments like that. But anyway, you know, that's that's the way it is. We have to deal with it. Yeah, it is the other side of the coin, I guess. Um, should we do some podmin before we kind of get into it? Yeah. We should talk about Smash out the podmin, Steve. Yeah. Jeff, sorry, Jeff. Right, Jeff, yeah. So we've had a few, as always, I tell everybody every week, because basically we, we want your money to help us pay for this podcast, really. So if you go to ko-fi.com forward slash the Scent Geeks, you can do a little donation as little as £3. And it's, the principle is like you're buying us a coffee just to say thanks. So we put that money towards the hosting fees for the podcast. So everybody that's done that already, thank you. And anybody that's thinking about doing it, we would love you a great uh, eternally. So we've had a few this week. Um, Russell bought us um, a coffee. He said, here's a coffee each for the free entertainment every week and the great advice for your YouTube channel. So thank you, Russell. Is that, is that Russell Kerr again? Um, I don't know because it doesn't it doesn't have a surname on the I'm oh. just reading from the Kofi page if I go to PayPal it'd probably tell me but okay. I've not, well thank I've not you very much that. whichever Russell you are yeah we have had multiple donors so um, thank you for everybody that's donated more than once you are obviously loved twice as much um, now the next name is uh, T-E-I-S is it Tiz Taze Tiz Taze I'm sorry that Jeff, I don't know how Jeff. to pronounce your names yeah it's, it's Jeff they said, uh, love the podcast. Nice to finally have a podcast that shares my passion for fragrances and bring quality to the table. Hope you guys keep on going and all the best to you and your families in these times. Greetings from Denmark. So thank you, Tayez. I hope I've pronounced that thank correctly you. at least once. Um, Anton Kostantinow. Um, again, sorry for any mispronunciation. He uh, donated and said, hi, Saint Geeks. Big fan of the podcast. I love how you're you option out your discussion to life in general as it helps remind listeners that fragrances are more than just perfume in a bottle keep up the great work anton his instagram is a curious nose all one word so you can check yes. him out on and, uh, instagram yeah anton is a regular uh, commenter on on my channel as well and, and probably many other channels so he's he's one of those good guys that is just a real um, you know it's the antithesis to the people that just go out of the way to leave the bad comments people like him will just add such a, a nice positive feel to the fragrance community so thank you mate very much much appreciated oh, nice. and barry good old barry from the channel sensualize and that's uh, the pun on the word sense so s-c-e-n-t sensualize with an s-e on the end there not the american spelling um too many different ways to spell that one so you can find him on youtube and instagram and he's he's a a repeat donor um because he's donated before he said keep keeping us going whilst on lockdown thanks for keeping us sane and congrats steve on being pregnant again so yes um mm. thanks for that i do so um appreciate and your kind words. he is uh, very prolific on the youtube's uh, barry isn't he he's uh, dropping he's, a lot of videos and good he's content whopping out the content i i noticed on his, the i posted uh, on instagram the other day actually because one of his you know good old youtube um uh, subtitles they were always kind of getting the, the words wrong oh I saw this so I, I posted a screenshot where um, they'd sort of thought Barry he was trying to say an honor, honourable mention and it said oh and next I just want to do a horrible mention <laughs> which kind of amused me we never did discuss my um, YouTube captions miss misquotes oh yeah what was that oh, did we? something um, about a big I, penis yes yes it was indeed so i was trying to say that um something was very mass appealing 
and uh, one of my YouTube uh, subscribers, um, they presumably had the caps on, and they kind of said they nearly spat out their tea because um, I, according to YouTube and the captions, I said in the blurb, it's very massive penis for men and women. So wasn't um, it me that sent it to you? N- no, wasn't it you? No, I thought it was. No, it was someone else. All oh, right, oh, I, I, I keep picking up a view like that, and every time I see one, I send it to them. Sorry, but I, I thought I'd. Uh, well, Somebody sent it, they commented on my video, they were like, oh, it's 6 minutes 41 captions, I nearly spit out my tail, whatever it was, I can't remember what the time right, was right. I did it, I was like, oh Christ, and then I had to take a screenshot of it, which, and I had that balancing act of trying to get the caption on there without my face look looking like I was orgasming or whatever, so it took me a few, a few goes. <laughs> so yeah, that's the um, Podmin for the week. Cool. So what have you been wearing, Chris? Anything? All right, go through this interesting? quickly. Yeah, so today I've had a double girl on day, so I started off with Shalimar, just so I could make a ridiculous uh, Instagram story video um, but I enjoyed wearing it nonetheless and uh, I've had a shower and out of the shower I was inspired by Clemence's choice on Mr Smelly's Saturday Night Live uh, stream that he did last night um, and her choice for a classic timeless fragrance was Guerlain's Vetiver so I'm currently wearing that as smelling clean and um, just amazing and I've also worn Bacane which is uh, from the house of Teo Cabanel which I dropped a video on today and that was my favourite from the house beautiful um, dry ambery fragrance and Ujon Intense great offering from Frigorance de Bois I've worn my favourite from Parfum de Mali Carlisle uh, which is probably the most beastly fragrance I own and I've worn this week and I'm also going to wear it again tomorrow because I'm loving it so much it's a Creed and it is one I've recently purchased and it's original Santal it's an absolute beauty it's clean it's sweet it's so easy to wear and so mass appealing it's like a it's a it's it's like a really high quality dumb reach like a smart dumb reach and uh, if it, it could easily be a contender for one of those fragrances that if you could only choose one that would suit all occasions and suit everything and be mass appealing, crowd pleasing, all that, then original Santal um, would be would be a good choice. Love it. Have you tried that one, Steve? No, I was going to say this. I've obviously tried uh, Individual, which is a lot of talk about. It's um, interestingly, they've sort of taken inspiration from that. And obviously it's a niche version and a lot better quality. But I've never tried or smelt original Santal. So, mm. I mean, do you think, have you tried the Mont Blanc one? Have you tried I, both? I've only tried it on strip in okay. stores. So I've not tried it on skin. So I can't really comment on from what I can remember I think it smells pretty similar Um, maybe smells a little more designery perhaps a little thinner I mean for for the price difference I'd hope it smells a lot more designery because there's a big you've got to get sort of your money's worth out of the the creed there really this is the thing original Santal is better but when you factor in the the massive rift in price you're getting a better value with with individual because yeah that's the thing is it is it that much better yeah Yeah, because if it was like you know because um, individual was like 20, 25 quid. If you said, sort of said Creed was 60, 70, 80 quid, you know, even like three or four times the price, you'd be like, fair enough, but it's obviously a lot more. Mm, but yeah. Cool. yeah. So, so what have you been anything wearing? Anything else? 
Um, today, again, nothing too exciting this week. Obviously, I don't get as many weird and wonderful kind of niche houses contacting me as you do. But um, today, <laughs> I actually wore uh, Immortal 1871 from Perfume Parlor, which is their take on Elysium. And I did a video on my YouTube channel recently kind of testing all the different Elysium clones. And that was my favourite. I wouldn't say it was the closest one, but it was the one that I enjoyed the most. It's kind of like a bit more juicy and kind of a uh, bit more of a juicy citrusy vibe going on with that one. Um, so I really quite enjoyed that um, and the other interesting ones uh, well mildly interesting the ones that I've done for my YouTube channel so I've been testing Comdecast Sons Wonderwood I might have mentioned in a couple of couple of weeks ago on one of the podcasts I've received a sample and I sort of worn it I've been wearing it a bit more to do a full kind of review which went up today on my yes. YouTube channel yes at, I watched at the time it of record. yes so that was um, that was a very interesting very woody manly fragrance which i said about 300 times in the video <laughs> and i also did i tried earlier in the week another one from alexandra fragrances it was a aromatic conflict which is their take on amouage's interlude man now have you smelt the original interlude man or do you own yes it yes i've got a sample of it yeah uh, what's your take on the original? Do you like it? Oh yeah, so it's it's very dark and uh, brooding and uh, Middle Eastern smelling, uh, smoky fragrance. Uh, it's it's a beast. They call it the blue beast because it comes in a in a blue dark blue bottle. But I I love it. I think you've got to be in the mood for it. It's got to be the right occasion. It's not a summer fragrance, uh, no. but it does smell high quality. Yeah, I mean, I've not smelt the original. From the sounds of what you've said and what a lot of people commenting on my video said, um, it sounds like the Alexandria one is a little bit more easygoing, a bit more easier to wear, um, you know, a bit more mass appealing. That I think there's okay. because though it's certainly got the smokiness, it wasn't sort of overbearing or too much. It was kind of quite a nice amount of smokiness I found, but again, still very much a winter fragrance. But I, d I did enjoy it. But yeah, wrong time of year to kind of be trying that one, really. It was big, yeah. but if it was in the winter, I could have really kind of enjoyed wearing that one. So yeah, that's probably it for any anything else I've worn this week. I've mentioned probably before on the podcast, so nothing too weird or wonderful. Okay, so, great. Shall we, shall we do some questions? Yes, I was just about to say, let's do questions. So do you um, want to start? You've got one, haven't you? So Oh, no. So we'll get, let's do mine this week, like we said, didn't we? And then yeah, we've got yeah, a couple lined up You, you found a couple, of, a couple of questions. So yeah. Yeah, all right. So, um, okay, I have a question here from Sam Marshall, and he says, um, I uh, hope you and your family well. Uh, so he says, which Parfum de Mali fragrance would you recommend to a 23-year-old who has only just started buying niche fragrances? Love the channel and podcasts. So there you go. Thank you for that. Um, so uh, someone new into fragrance, 23 years old. Um, do you have you got one in mind, I mean, Steve? Anybody that watches my channel or listens to this podcast, you know what I'm going to say. It's going to be Leighton. I'm I uh -huh. love love Parfum Jamali Leighton. I just really enjoy it. I just think it's for me. It's got the niche quality, but it's very easy to wear. So it's kind of it's got the quality, but it's also will get compliments because it's still kind of got some mass appeal to it and it's still quite easy yeah. to wear yet it still has for me some sort of uniqueness i wouldn't say it's the most unique fragrance but it's still kind of different enough that it doesn't kind of smell like everything else so i love that fragrance but i agree yeah Leighton's great i do i do know people that you know like nigel uh from the channel two cents worth he mentioned in his video that he dropped recently i think it was yesterday or maybe the day before um he sort of said that he was disappointed by Leighton again when you're looking at the price point because he said that though it was really nice he just found it was a bit sort of designery mm. relative to the price that he paid for it so and he couldn't get around that because he, he sort of almost 
he was a bit sort of a bit bitter towards it for that reason he kind yeah. of couldn't enjoy it because it was sort of hanging over his head that it is as much as it is nice he was like oh, i've paid a lot for this and it's bit designery so well, yeah, he kind of resented know, it for that fact i have to disagree actually on that note where people describe leighton as designery yes i agree that is very accessible niche but to me it is niche and it smells niche quality and i don't think that because it's easy to wear necessarily means it's designerish i'm not i'm not mm. saying that's what people mean i'm not saying that's what Nigel means it might very well remind people of a designer fragrance, but when I smell Leighton, it's got that PDM DNA. It's thick, it's rich, it's it's dense. I don't associate that type of smell with designer fragrances, so I've never really got that. Um, anyway, I would I would agree with you. I would say Leighton is potentially their most accessible fragrance. Oh, I just I just love that. That's one of. So I've mentioned it before, I've got the Alexandra Fragrances version, but I have smelt the original. I did side-by-side testing, so I've not got, uh, I don't own a full bottle of the original, but I've got a sample of the original. So I, I, I'm kind of talking about the original one when I sort of speak, but I just I just love it. But I've not smelt the exclusive kind of flanker. You've, I, think I remember asking you about that. You said it's kind of more of the same, but yeah, even beautiful. richer and more full. Is that right? Yeah, sort of. It's... Um... It's actually a little uh, more. I would des- I describe it as more elegant than um, really? than Leighton. Yeah, um, I love Leighton. I would say Leighton's a little rougher around the edges. That's not um, a criticism. I I love it for that. But I would say that Leighton Exclusive is a little more rounded and a little more elegantly composed. So whereas Leighton might be um, your kind of slight little bad boy type PDM fragrance, I would say Leighton Exclusive is more of your sophisticated and gentleman's take on that DNA. Hmm. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I love it. I, I would. St- it's a little more complex. I would probably say Leighton is probably the easier wear of the two. But I, w- I would also, there's a couple of others that I would mention because um, 23 years old, you probably don't want to be going for anything overly complex. And, and there's a few that, that are very rich and, and a little more complex. But I would I would recommend to you also uh, Sedley, which is kind of their um, one of their big summer fragrances. Mate, didn't I smell that in one of your videos? Didn't we do a video when I came to York one time and, oh. and that was one of the, we did five blind tests and I had tried to identify them and we was I don't I think that was know. one of them I don't know if I've ever done Sedley on camera I feel like I've only ever smelled oh, it in, in the New York boutique oh I thought yeah. you owned there was one where you did well it we might we did summer fragrances and it was definitely I thought it was a Parkinson Miley but it was like a citrusy kind of fresh one right it could have been the other one I'm about to mention which is Percival which is yes I yeah. think that might have been it you know. so that is a little thicker than Sedley but it's um, it's got that kind of rich creaminess you would associate with Parfums de Mali but it's um, it's kind of like a blue type scent so it's uh, it's it's a nice it's one of those uh, fragrances that's great to wear in the summer if you want a summery fragrance that is long lasting I mean you can wear Percival year round but I think for a 23 year old getting into fragrances I think that is very accessible as is Sedley as is Leighton what uh, before we move on this is just for my satisfaction do you know is there there's a price difference between Leighton and Leighton exclusive isn't there isn't there another step up in price yeah do you know um, I don't know that off the top of my head I think you you, okay. you can probably pick Leighton up the 125 mil for somewhere like 170 uh, obviously you, you could get the smaller bottle for, for a little cheaper and uh, yeah Leighton exclusive is more in the Carlisle price bracket so you're probably looking more like 200 200 plus I think unless you get a, a discounter that's uh, yeah. that's doing it 
That's just more for my benefit rather than the listener because oh, I was right. just, uh, yeah, also wondering, again, does it warrant the price difference, really, if you, you know, stick to the original? But It's a good oh, frag, well, mate. It's a good... I think, you know what, I always say, regardless of the cost, if you love it, if you think that fragrance is one you enjoy and you will enjoy wearing for the rest of your life, £200 for a bottle of... It's 125 mil as well. It's well worth it, you know. I think it's, it's yeah, whatever I mean, you put value in, you know. As as I've said before, as as listeners know, um, I'm not a kind of niche. I'm not too into niche, really. I'm obviously a, a basic bitch, and I'm a designer guy. So for me, any niche ones that would have to be really special. So I love the Chronic. I, I pay the money for that all day long. And for me, Leighton is there. That is, you know, if I was going to buy something, I would. That may well be it. But then I do, the Alexandra version is great. But almost, I love it so much. Again, it's one of those ones as a collector, you want the original and the original bottle. So it is one that I could certainly see myself getting. Yes, the and the, we should say the Alexandra version is called Royal Equestrian and that has been um, I've, I've, as I as we discussed I don't get many compliments but um, Royal Equestrian Royal Equestrian is one that I have had uh, some unsolicited compliments on quite a few times um, so yeah. if anyone is looking at, at, um, at that DNA then that's that's a good option if you didn't want to uh, go with the original uh, I I know we said we had another question but looking at the clock here Stephen time's drawing on and there's a there's a little bit of YouTube but uh, things that we were going to mention as well yeah, yeah, should sure. we should we move on to that yeah no yes it's fine we've got the podcast is going to be running for many years i'm sure so we'll <laughs> yeah. get to everybody's questions eventually well, so. that question unexpectedly opened up quite a big discussion so i think we kind of uh we, we, we spent enough time on our questions mainly because i get a bit giddy when we start talking about Leighton because i do love it so. <laughs> me yes, too, mate. i think <laughs> i think we've thoroughly answered that question if nothing else so yeah yeah i've not watched too much on youtube i've watched a few bits and bobs but have you got any standout highlights from the community this week that you wanted to mention so lovely little surprise today where um brad's back from the channel Triple Link. Triple Link. Yeah, he was consistent uh, a couple of years ago and then he, he had to go off to study. So he's not really been releasing. He drops a video and surprises everybody every now and then. And he released today a review of Creed Viking, which he's uh, quite often talked about as being a fragrance that he really enjoys. And I, I love it too. Uh, so go and watch uh, Brad over at Triple Link. Uh, I didn't I've not watched the full video but I, I must admit I, I clicked on it because if anybody's not watched any of Triple Link videos he um, Bradley is one of the more artistic guys he's gets quite creative with some of his videos and he's like used his drone and he's he's, he's kind of into his kind of picture making isn't he so he kind of puts a creative flair on a lot of his videos so I did out of nothing else I did click on the video just to see if it was a sort of in the inverted commas a standard yes. review or if he'd done anything with it so I kind of almost scrolled through to see if he'd done any kind of drone stuff or any kind of cinematography when Brad's kind of just yes yeah. yeah, when he's got the time reviewing yeah when he, it was a sit down review but when he's got the time he uh, he can shoot video and his cinematography and his editing is is unrivaled actually no, I don't think anyone else could could better Brad when he's uh, firing on all cylinders so good to see him back whether it's going to be regular or not we'll have to wait and see yeah. um so, else you've seen? Yeah, well, I really enjoyed George's April Fool's video uh, th- this week, which inspired me to do mine. Uh, but George, George's April Fool's video, uh, The Fragrance Apprentice, was uh, a top 10, and it started off with a doer, and then the next one was a doer, and the next one, and all, um, uh, well, nine fragrances were all were all doers, which he had purchased um, specially to make that video. Uh, bless him. And uh, his, I'm, well, I'm not going to say what his number one was. You'll have to go and watch his video if you haven't seen it, but it's not a doer. Um, so really, really enjoyed uh, that one. And Mr. Smelly did a um, Saturday Night Live last night, which I was privileged to, to be a guest on. 
and it's a new format for a live stream. He was doing it like a, a sort of uh, chat show host style where he, he was like a, you know, a David Letterman or a Jonathan Ross mm. and he gets guests in on his sofa. And um, uh, so there was me and Clements and uh, George again, the Fragrance Apprentice. Um, so that, that was great. And uh, that flew by as well, just over an hour. And then um, uh, one of the funnest videos this week was Nigel from Two Cents Worth doing his Show Us Your Spritz tag video. Yes. Um, Barry's done a good one. Tony did a good one. Uh, Smurfy Gurley did, did did a great one. So it's been it's been doing the rounds and uh, but um, Nigel was there was something that was tickling uh, Nigel about um, the the title show is your spritz. I'm not sure what it was, but um, it tickled him and uh, it, this um, uh, laughter that he had in the as he did the intro kind of. Um, sailed through the video in terms of how how much he enjoyed doing it, and uh, it was ju- just had this great level of upbeat. Um, yeah, totally agree. It was a nice sort of bubbly kind of vibe. It's sort yeah, because yeah. he he sort of lost it a little bit at the start and sort of chuckled, but it was so natural, and it kind of reminded me of those. I like sort of watching some of those sort of blooper reels from like sitcoms where you see that they're just having fun and they sort of lose it and they can't, you know, when somebody can't keep it together and they keep chuckling, it's yeah. quite an infectious thing and it's so natural totally. and, and it did sort of, it was a quite warming thing to watch and he did sort of, keep, and it did look like he just really had fun with the video. I sort of, yeah, I did like that. Oh, quite a, quite a contrast to, to uh, he, he wept on, on camera um, when he was watching the, the amazing footage of uh, people clapping outside the front doors for the NHS. So in, yeah, in the space of a video I mentioned week, last week, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Roller coaster video that I said, yeah. yeah. So we've had yeah. we've had him weep, weeping and crying uh, in the space of a couple of weeks. So thanks, Nigel, for showing us the the, the full range of uh, of emotions. <laughs> we're, we, we're going on quite a, quite an emotional ride with you at the moment. Um, and, oh, okay. and yeah, so I, I have been tagged to do this one. I know you have as well, Steve. So we, we both um, we both owe owe us a show as your spritz video. Yes, so I'm going to sort of drop mine in the next couple of videos. And interestingly, I'm not going to say what, but the video, obviously, I had to start thinking about, oh, what would I do for this category? So there's several different categories. And one of the categories made me remember there was a fragrance that I wanted to get that somehow kind of got forgotten. It was kind of dropped down the list or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, and I actually ordered it. So so in an (laughs) inverted way that that video tags made me spend money because I've actually bought them because it made me think of a fragrance. I was like, oh, I never did order that. I need to get that. So I've ordered a fragrance which will be featured in my, in my sprit, um, cool. show us your spritz video. So. All right. Cool. Anything is it, else? Is it, uh, is it the uh, time for Centenario? It is. It is. And um, I've received quite a few suggestions from listeners for the, uh, the Centenario. So thank you, everybody. We will kind of work through those, and I do plan to get those. If you want to submit a Centenario, you can do so in the Facebook group. Ideally, if you join the group, and ideally get my name right i'm not jeff but if you could get into the group and then um send me a private message just so chris kind of doesn't see it so we can kind of make him think on the spot a little bit um and then i'll feature it or you can find me on instagram as frags to riches and send me a, a sort of uh, dm in there just to, just where you sent an there that'd be good um so i've had a few so thanks for those but this week i did want to do one that i just sort of thought of the other day and it's kind of more of a shout out I don't think it's mm-hmm. going to be a particularly challenging or sort of complex or weird or wonderful, or, but right. it's kind of more of a shout out for some um, people that are out there kind of on the front line, as it were, with regards to this uh, whole coronavirus thing. Um, so this is, you know, this is certainly not intended as a piss take or anything like that. This is a genuine kind of one. So I was curious to sort of think what you would do and you might help some people. Who knows? So the scenario is um, we'll, we'll kind of say that you're a 30 
you are a 35 year old i don't think the age is going to make too much difference here 35 year old man and you are working in a large supermarket chain and you are stacking shelves um helping supply you know keep the shelves stacked during this current situation with all the hordes and you your shift kind of overlaps um with obviously customers so you do kind of the late shift so you do see some customers mm -hmm. in there and then you're sort of stacking so the challenge here is obviously with what with the two meters um social distancing that we need to keep mm. you obviously need to find a fragrance that's kind of work appropriate that's not going to be too you know you're not going to be choking out the eyes with oud uh, but also ideally either has quite good projection or maybe quite a good cr so once you've left it leaves something there so while you're thinking about that this is probably worth mentioning because somebody asked me to talk about this in the podcast um the, the fact that sillage and projection gets used interchangeably they're like oh please kind of like make people clear of that so when we're talking about that projection is how far something actually pushes away from your skin so if you're standing next to somebody can you smell it from a certain distance and sillage is more the scent trail that you leave behind so once you've kind of gone or you walk past somebody the scent that hangs around in the air so yeah for this scenario you are a shelf stacker in a large supermarket You've got to abide by social distancing, but you will see customers. Obviously, ideally, you would like them to kind of think that you smell nice or catch your sillage or your projection. Mm. But it's got to be work appropriate. And ideally, you know, probably last quite long. But I was just curious what you might kind of come up with. I'm going to veto um, Savage because you had that last time. So, <laughs> um, and Aventus, I think we've almost, there's an unwritten rule that we never include Aventus no. in the scenario. So, so, yeah, what are you thinking? Okay, can I, can I do a designer and a niche? Do you mind? Of course you can. Of All course right. you can. Great, because both of these, both of these would work. Both great frags. So, um, the designer I would go for is one that I've recently purchased that I really have been enjoying, and it's one of the best value fragrances you, you can get, and it's uh, Lom Ideal Cologne. Ah, uh, yes. You tried to get me to buy this. I still haven't yet. So yeah, yeah, I paid about twenty quid for it, and it's kind of a. I would describe it as a creamy freshy, creamy citrusy freshy, and it's got that. So the uh, the uh, Lomidial line has um, an almondy accord, so it's a creamy, freshy almondy type fragrance, and there's just something about it that that hangs around and projects for a long time as well. So this would easily get you through a work a workday shift, and it doesn't smell obnoxious. I think it's for the price you pay for that fragrance. It's such a a perfectly calibrated scent because it's elegant and it and it smells great and masculine and fresh but it hangs around and projects really well um also so it, without without becoming obnoxious so I'm really impressed with um with Galan's work sounds on like them. amazing value because obviously Galan have some you yeah. know great great quality fragrances and well, some are obviously more expensive than others but for the, the you know pounds the value proposition that you get from that fragrance sounds amazing well there's many from Galan the Galan vetiver that I'm wearing at the moment is yeah. I think you can get you can get the eau de toilette for around about 30 pounds for 100 mil it comes in a lovely bottle and it it's it's such a great fragrance it doesn't smell cheap in the slightest so galan is great value yes they've got the higher priced fragrances as well um but their um their lower price range are are also very very good so lomadial cologne would be a great choice for any supermarket shelf stackers out there and if you want to go niche if you you know if you want to splash a week's wages um on uh, on a fragrance then you could look at the company of creed and i've really been enjoying as i mentioned at the beginning original santal it's such oh, a yeah. sweet easy going fragrance it lasts really well on me and it projects really well good sillage uh, so i think it would be ideal and it's got a lovely 
sweet, obviously sandalwoody type smell, but it's got a almost fresh laundry type of appeal to it as well. It just smells clean. So I think either of those would work really well. So there you go. If anyone buys fragrances based off these scenarios, uh, like um, like no one. Um, but if anyone was to, then you've got a choice. You can go. You can go ultra cheap, or you can go niche expensive so so there we go they're my choices do you have a choice steve i do anybody that follows my channel is going to find it really boring and i know you're going to agree with uh, this as a response but probably the best performing fragrance in my collection and it's probably still very mass appealing would be byron's the chronic i just mm -hmm. it projects mm -hmm. like hell i love the fragrance um, the fact that this, I was sort of thinking for this scenario, it's probably more of a late shift. Um, it kind of probably a bit cooler, so it's not going to be too cloying in sort of as it starts warming up now. So, so that's probably what I would go for. Um, yeah, I think that's it's a good choice. You know, we banger. we should maybe it. we should uh, veto um, the chronic we as should. well because we it's need just... to. And I'm sorry, guys. I know I keep no 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 not at all. It's it just is one of those fragrances that works for everything. It's that's it's that good. It just works. Anytime, any occasion, uh, it's a great performer. Most people love the scent of it. Um, it's it smells very high quality as well. It's, it's a good choice. It's difficult not to uh, difficult not to go for it, mate. So I hear you. It's a good one. What I will say though is, to this day, I still haven't received a fucking compliment on that fragrance, which really <laughs> winds me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gutted because I think it's an amazing. I thought I'd be like compliments are plenty, but there you go. It's not always the case. You need to, you need but, to go and put it on and go and see your girl down in the in the calf that gave you a compliment oh, on yeah. uh, Mont Blanc Explorer. Yes, she loved yeah. a bit of Mont Blanc Explorer. Yeah. yeah, she come round to sniff my neck. So yeah. there you go. That's this week's scenario. So um, next week we will start using the uh, suggestions that people have been submitting. So thanks for those. I actually got about. Uh, four or five kind of uh, suggestions at least for this this week so we've certainly got some more that we will be hitting up but i just wanted to kind of shout out some of the people out there that are kind of you know having to put themselves you know we're told to stay at home but they are kind of having to go out and and help us stay at home as it were so mm. yeah thanks guys yeah right um that's it that's this week's episode really so chris do you want to kind of before i say goodbye and stuff is there anything you want to say or any yep. any other shout outs or anything that you want to do before we kind of sign off i'll sign off and i'll just say it's crazy times guys crazy times but hopefully uh, we can provide a bit of a distraction for you hopefully a few a few laughs and a bit of a bit of interest uh, we can all just the, the best thing we could all just do is carry carry on as normal normally as we can so Steve and I are doing so by by doing the podcast and I think it helps us as well to to stick to the routine so I hope everyone's enjoying it even though you may not be on your morning commute um, lots of people are still listening and um, comments are to the effect of you know thank, thanks for for doing it and and um, kind of helping us uh, have a distraction so we'll we'll keep doing it as long as we're uh, as long as we're able to do so which hopefully will will, will be indefinitely um, so thanks for listening everybody and i hope you all have a great week thank you thanks chris yes um we as chris has said we're going to continue to do these and just before i sign off i just wanted to mention a video that i saw today on facebook and it was one of those it was quite a moving video and they're saying it's a horrible time that we're in now um but in a year's time hopefully it's, this should it'll be a memory and there might be some nice memories in it because we've all spent more time with our sort of family um, at home. We've spent more time with the children playing. We've spent more time using social media for good, like video chatting, etc., etc. So hopefully, there's going to be a, an, 
Um, a lot of us, I think, have used our bikes to get that hour exercise a lot more than we ever have. So yeah. hopefully there there will be, once this is all over, there will be some positive memories from this. And that's hopefully what we can focus on. I'll just add, who add, knows? add to, to that, Steve, quickly. Sorry if you don't mind. Um, it, it's just uh, on, on topic. But uh, we're all talking about when we're going to return back to normal. But we're all adapting. We're all changing that. It may be that when we can start going back outside again, there's parts of, of our life we may not want to return back to how they were. Like you say, we've started mm. riding our bikes more, we've started exercising more. I've started doing a pub quiz with my family on a Thursday night over Zoom, and I want that to continue. So I think yeah. there's some good things coming out of this. And I've I've reduced my amount of waste. Like the food, I'm so conscious. Obviously, the food that, that I don't want to waste any food now. I want to make it last, and you know, be inventive and sort of a bit more creative with food and things like that. And it and it is it it's like yeah, it does make you recalibrate. So I'm hopefully that is something good that we'll all remember. And yeah. who knows, this podcast might be something that we remember in a year's time. When oh, do you remember when we did that when we were under lockdown? So so thank you everybody. Thanks again, Chris. It's as always, it is a pleasure, never a chore. So um, pleasure, mate. Let's. Chris signing off and Jeff here signing off as well and we will see you for next week's uh, podcast take care everybody see you soon bye geeks bye Jeff mm-hmm.